We actually recorded the bit you're just listening to now after just recording the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, we're just looking at our user personas again, mm. as in people who might find something interesting on the podcast. And you're kind of feeling the pressure to create this like big debate um, around something that might be relevant to AI. And sometimes that big debate's just not there. So yeah. I think this episode we're just going to make about actually AI news, but I think that'll be most useful. I don't know what you think, Paul. Yeah, I think that's I think that's right. Let's do that. Okay. So this episode we're just going to concentrate on AI news, and we might do that going forward. So hopefully you'll find this interesting. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. If not, just tell us somewhere <laughs> on LinkedIn. In fact, just give us a bell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Send us a letter. <laughs> Text. Write in. No emotion. Yeah, write in. If you know if you don't like it, write in. Yeah. Write in. Yeah. <laughs> After years of analog success, lifelong media vets Martin and Paul are entering the digital unknown. The tech naive duo will either adapt or become obsolete. Join these plucky, wisecracking founders as they document the genuine struggles of using machine learning. Will artificially intelligent guides rocket them to digital disruption? Or will the learning curve squash their scrappy moxie? Stay tuned for the triumphant failures of two savvy dinosaurs striving to evolve on the meat puppets. Hi, Paul. Hello, Martin. How's it going? Hello. All right. Yeah, all right. And we normally start this by saying we're like between somewhere and somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, and um, I couldn't think of one this morning. Oh no, I've recorded... just been uh, racking my brains about the same thing because <laughs> we're recording a little bit earlier than normal. Yeah, because Paul's got an important appointment. His electrician's coming round, <laughs> so which I think we've mentioned before. Both, of yeah. Us. So I thought I'd ask Claude <laughs> if it could generate me one. Go oh, go on. <laughs> Here we go. I'm going to try this one. Hi everyone, this is Martin, riding the waves between motivation and procrastination today. Oh, but yeah. like a surfer catching the perfect curl, I'm hanging 10 and ready to deliver an epic podcast <laughs> about insert pod podcast topic here. <laughs> oh, somewhere, somewhere between procrastination and motivation is my life in general. Yeah, I think I'm just good as we just do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Claude kind of uh, maybe dug me into a hole, not helped me out of a hole there. But anyway, <laughs> hello, welcome to the Meat Puppets podcast. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah. We thought we we're just going to dive straight into uh, all the AI news from this week um, yeah. and all the different tools we've been trying out. Um, anyway, where are you, Paul? Oh, oh! You had to ask, didn't you? I'm somewhere between um, breakfast and me electrician turning up. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> and when I say breakfast, I mean coffee. <laughs> so we had a little bit of a step back into our old world this this week, didn't we? We did. One of our old jobs tipped up, mm -hmm. and uh, we had to revise a commercial. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's been a while. Yeah. I had to go and edit a voice. To say something that it didn't say, but in the old way, which was three hours worth of pain going around <laughs> trying to find words that they didn't really say and build words out of syllables. So instead of it saying the best selling something of the year, I had to change it to one of the best selling something of the year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I was so tempted just to create a voice model for the voiceover that we'd used. Yeah. But unfortunately, we had to sign a contract with a VO agency to say that we wouldn't use the voice for any training in the AI in any way. Yeah. So, 
Yeah. That was well, painful. They, mm, yeah, there you go. Did they miss out on a bit of cash there? <laughs> you know what? I don't I don't they'll still get paid their usage. Yeah. Um I just lost about three hours of my life. Yeah. Uh oh the other thing as well, we'd used a um production music track on that ad. Yeah. And then I went to see what the license cost was for it. <laughs> yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. 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 Oh, I want to get onto the demo now. Oh, and we'll do it in a bit. Keep this in mind. (coughs) Anyway, shall we jump into a sting and then get into the AI news? Yeah, let's do that. I've still got it on a button. Let's see if it still works. Hey. No. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. Insert sting here. I'm sorry, Paul. You should have picked a better business partner. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were never we were never meant to be this. But anyway, no, there we go. No, this wasn't part of the plan. <laughs> okay, back in from the sting seamlessly. <laughs> <laughs> And um, audio problems is probably the place to start. So, um, well, did you do that deliberately? So you no, I did, no, no, <laughs> just just thinking on my feet, Paul. Right. Um, so, um, the UK is um, going to host the first AI summit to address the fears of AGI. Mm-hmm. So, what this is is uh, Rishi Sunak. We're not going to get political. Mm-hmm. Um, Rishi Sunak, uh, because they think we might be falling behind in the UK for AI, are going to host the first summit where we're going to try and establish the world's first AI safety security institute in the UK. Right. That's going to research and evaluate all the AI risks. Yeah. At least we think that's Uh, what's happening. Couldn't quite tell what he was saying. It was really difficult because he had some problems, didn't he, Rishi? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I thought the best place to go and have a listen to this would be Rishi Sunak's own YouTube channel. Yeah. What, like what's that. he got on there? Does he do tutorials like how to be a prime minister and all that? <laughs> <laughs> I wish he did. Hey, guys, <laughs> back yeah. with another video. <laughs> Without That'd further ado. Yeah. Uh, let's get into it. <laughs> brilliant. Brilliant. Anyway, so I thought I'd tune in because it's AI related and it might affect our future going forward if they regulate the hell out of everything. Um, and this is what I heard. The Royal Society, the place where the story of modern science has been written for centuries. Now, I'm unashamedly optimistic about the power of technology to make life better for everyone. So the easy speech for me to give, the one in my heart I really want to give, would be to tell you about all the incredible opportunities before us. But not make your audio better, Rishi. Mm. I think he's going for that uh, King's speech type of thing. <laughs> the point of this is, and why it's worth keeping an eye on, um, so everyone's worried about AGI, which if you don't know what that is, is when super intelligence or artificial intelligence becomes far more intelligent than any of us. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, takes over. So it'll be interesting to see what comes out of that. I think it's uh, later on in this, this week. This was a speech to announce it. But it doesn't bode well if they can't sort out the mic levels. Yeah, but they've got a bit of time to sort that out. <laughs> anyway, so I'll keep an eye on that. Um so then at the opposite end of the scale, you take this one, Paul. At the opposite end of the scale? Okay, Meta Chief. Is that what we're talking about? 
Yes. Yes. Uh, but it's not uh, Meta yeah. Chief. It's not Meta Chief. It's Meta's no. Chief. Meta's Chief, yeah. Meta Chief. Sounds like that computer game. It does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Meta's Chief AI Scientist, Yan Li Kun, um, is worrying that existential threats from AI are premature. So pretty much the opposite of what Rish is saying. Can, can I give you a quote from him? Yeah. The debate on existential risk is very premature until we have a design for a system that can even rival a cat in terms of learning capabilities, <laughs> which we don't have at the moment. No, no, no. Things are moving fast. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, okay. Cats can be this, dangerous, this whole, though, you know. Look, it's weird, this uh, argument about regulation, I and mean, this has been going on since uh, Sam Altman, uh, OpenAI's guy. Yeah. Kind of went before Congress in the States. Yeah. It was a few and of them, though. That you talk, We were talking about that letter. I think we referenced it yeah. early on, didn't we? Yeah. And there's this idea that if you regulate the hell out of it, which they're calling for, people like OpenAI, yeah. saying, yes, regulate it, regulate it. And a lot of people are saying, well, if you do that, then the smaller players in the world, so little startups trying to use AI, are never going to be able to meet the regulation because they're not big enough. Yeah. So that means that the power of AI will stay in the big established companies. Yeah. And I just thought it was kind of interesting that Meta seemed to open source all their stuff mm. so everyone else can use it, whereas OpenAI don't seem to do that. Yeah. And it kind of maybe they don't want it regulated because yeah. then they won't be able to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, the argument between... Um, AI is really dangerous, and no, it's not, and no one seems to know. No. So we'll we'll carry on regardless. Amazon have launched a new AI tool for all its sellers, advertisers, uh, means that you can use AI to create visually uh, more engaging ads, which basically means you can upload your product shots and then use AI to put it in any situation. And oh. uh, I, I spotted this on, under a post that said... <laughs> A lot of people working on Fiverr are about to be out of a job. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> that was the title of yeah. that was the title of the post. Oh, did we try uh, one on the Amalfi Coast? <laughs> <laughs> we should oh, that's a backcraft to something we tried ages ago. <laughs> you know what though, Paul? That's a good point. There was the I've forgotten the name of it, but there was a, a whole service, paid for service, that did this. Yeah. Where you know, the idea and now this is just natively inside Amazon. Mm. And this is kind of one of those things that worries me generally. You spend all this time building a tool. Yeah. And then the technology jumps the week after and it's completely yeah. useless. Yeah, I know. And you, you, these big players, all the big tech companies, they're bringing as much of it in-house as possible, aren't they? Yeah. 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 And, and, and I know it's about whether these things are effective, but one of their sales lines is, is early testing showed ads with AI-generated lifestyle images of products had a 40% higher click-through rate compared Ooh. to the standard product shots on white backgrounds. 40%. So, you know, I can see, I can see there being a, a need for this, um, yeah. but you are starting to see this is a common theme of a lot of stuff today, is that a lot of the big people, or should I say, the established people are starting to launch more and more AI tools natively within their own service. Yeah. Um, you take Google. Google. Google announces tools to help users fact check images. Now, this is a big one. 
Yeah, so Google is rolling out about this image features to provide more context on images in search results. And this is um, trying to help the fight of misinformation. So you can get hold of the images metadata, how others have described it. Users can see when Google first indexed the image um, in an effort to label when an image has been AI generated. I wonder if that counts for the adverts, like on on uh, Amazon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that's interesting. <laughs> well, they are doing this other thing as well, aren't they? And I love the name they've given it. They've given this, uh, and this is maybe a fight back by the traditional community. Yeah. But this idea of uh, poison pixels. Poison pixel, yeah. And I love what they've called the products. They've called it nightshade. Yeah. <laughs> and what this is, this is basically giving people who create their own images in a non-AI way to put in little pixels in there which basically confuse the hell out of the AI. So then if a model uses one of your pictures with a poison pixel in it to try and train their model, it'll just completely screw the model up. Yeah, interesting. Although I did yeah. see somebody on Reddit get around this in about half an hour. I'm not sure how... Um, I'm not sure how disruptive it's going to be. The other thing that strikes me as well is it, <clears throat> I can't help but think it's a mistake to try and protect your images because I think you're taking yourself out of the conversation, you know, as an artist. I think there's, there'll be lots of people exposed, and in my experience, using with Stable Diffusion, for instance, and Mid Journey, as you're trying to create images, you see things, you go, oh, I like that style, and then you find out that it's an artist's style. And then you find out about that artist. And then you go and find out about that artist, exactly that. You know what I mean? And I can't help but think, like, if, you, if you're if you going to do that, you are you have to be aware you're taking yourself out of the conversation, which might be fine fine for people, but, mm, you know, at the same point, you, you, you do want you to reach as many people as possible, I suppose. I remember this when... Um, when everyone started sharing music on peer-to-peer yeah. stuff. Yeah. And it was Metallica at the time yeah. uh, coming out and absolutely going mental about it. So, you, as you say, it's part of that arms race. Yeah. Talking about arms races, <laughs> going to move on to uh, Boston Dynamics. Oh, <laughs> crikey, yeah. I know. So, um, Boston Dynamics, these, when you ever see all those sort of robot dogs stumbling through forests or falling off boxes... <laughs> yeah. Or like uh, you know, humanoid robots doing backflips. That's Boston Dynamics. Yeah, and um, they've uh, decided to plug in Chat GPT into their robot dog. Yeah, to try and give it a personality. Um, <laughs> and th the results are quite interesting, really. So they've got this uh, ro oh, yeah. robotic dog called Spot. And they're trying to give it a personality. But it's a little bit more than that. So it's got an onboard camera and they give it some context. But then it's it's using ChatGPT um, to kind of analyze the pictures that it's seeing to give more context into what it's saying. Well, let's just take a little listen. Greetings, good sirs. May I have the pleasure of knowing your names? I'm Matt and that's Vache. A pleasure to meet you, Matt and Vacha. Shall we commence our journey? The charging stations where spot robots rest and recharge is our first point of interest. Follow me, gentlemen. 
Let's proceed to the rock pot. Hey, Spot, how do you like your job? Ah, oh, Mr. Matt, my employment as a tour guide provides great satisfaction. <laughs> I find the dissemination of knowledge rather rewarding, don't you agree? Now behold the rock pile, a splendid collection of stone ensconced within wood boxes. Let us venture onward to the calibration board, shall we? Keep close. Now behold the calibration board, a marvel of black and white QR code tags. What the hell? My word. I know. What the hell? Not sinister at all. I was just hearing some dark drones behind it. It was like, this is the opening to a movie. Everything's yeah. going to go wrong. It's just like watching it, and it's weird as soon as they can talk. Yeah. You know what? Boston Dynamics. Now, I don't think it's any secret they've had a lot of defense budget money, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. And absolutely. they called the dog Spot, and it's kind of yeah. like trying to be friendly. I remember when yeah. we first looked at those videos quite a few years back now. Um, do you think like they, they have a have a meeting about, um, okay, so look, we need to be friendly, but we have got defense budget money, so it just has to be a little bit sinister as well. <laughs> <laughs> to justify the spend. Yeah. Yeah. To justify the spend. Tricky balance, that. <laughs> but, you know, like with um, large language models, as yeah. like, the more data you give it, it, it kind of it starts to get these emergent capabilities that haven't been programmed in. <laughs> yeah. So, so here you go. For example, we asked the robot, who is Mark? And it responded, I don't know. Let's go to the IT help desk and ask. And then proceeded to ask the staff at the IT help desk who mm -hmm. Mark was. <laughs> that wasn't prompted. Ah, okay. And it automatically drew the association between IT help desk and the action being asked for. And it's seeking help independently. Oh, that's not scary at all from the Yeah. And, and so they, I know. they also asked the robot who, who its parents were, which is a little bit dark. No. Uh, and it went to the old spots where Spot V1 and Big Dog were displayed in the office and no. then told them that, that these were its elders. Oh. So that is not in... That's not in the program, and it could just be smoke and mirrors and that we're making the association. Right, yeah. They tried some more absurd personalities, and um, anyway, this was like snarky and sarcastic Ooh. personality. Behold, the mighty test stairs. These steps leading to the ether were a trial by fire for our mechanical ancestors. Each step, a new challenge, a new discovery. Imagine, if you will, the clanking of metal upon wood echoing through the silence. No. I can't help it. Everything just sounds sinister. Yeah. They're talking robots. And I think as they start to get more sort of um, human personality, I think it might fool us more into thinking that they're sentient. Yeah. But it's just weird. They've also programmed, they have this claw on top of the dog. <laughs> and they've also programmed the claw to be a mouth. So the when it's speaking, the claw turns towards the person speaking to him and then starts moving. <laughs> no, that's not a good idea. <laughs> so um gonna move on to the next story now. Apparently this gets released on Friday. Oh yeah. The Beatles have got a new song out. Never yeah. thought I'd be hearing myself saying that. No. <laughs> so apparently they've um brought John Lennon back to life through AI. Oh wow. Um and apparently this is from machine learning technique uh, they used for a 2021 docu-series by Peter Jackson. Ah, uh, yeah. And they've got a new track coming out called Now and Then. 
And so it's based on a demo. Apparently, Yoko Ono had some old demo tapes of John's. Right, okay. So this might not uh, be the, the last one of the new Beatles songs. <laughs> no, it, I'm really interested to see what it is. They haven't released any snippets of the song yet. Yeah. And uh, But maybe this sort of whole escapade will legitimise the whole use of AI in commercial music, because I know it's frowned upon at the moment. We have touched on it before, haven't we, with the um, Jay-Z track? Yeah. This is a much wider, older audience. Mind you. Yeah. Jay-Z's quite middle-aged now, I think. <laughs> you know what, though? Whilst we're talking about that, YouTube are doing a couple of things with AI and music. Okay, yeah. What well, one of them's art-related, but one of them is also music-related. So it sounds like something small, but um, YouTube Music is now allowing you to create your own playlist art with AI. Okay. So so previously in YouTube Music, you, you they've just given you a... Uh, pictures to represent a playlist that you might have curated but now you can generate your own artwork but within youtube music so you don't right. have to jump out to anything else which is really you know it's a small thing but again it's an example to me of another big player incorporating tools within things that people are yeah. used to but the second one is so youtube is going is working on ai tools to replicate voices of famous musicians right okay it's approached record labels for the rights to train AI on the uh, music catalogs. So YouTube are directly asking the record companies, can we use your stuff to enable our users to create their own songs in the style of your biggest artists? <laughs> wow. <clears throat> it's bold. Very bold. I, I've got a feeling the labels are going to say no. <laughs> yeah, it might just be a dead story, that. It's done. Yeah. Yeah. This does lead into what we were talking about last week, to be honest, because I'm assuming there's going to be payments. Well, yeah, what, you'd and think how so. how does the, the monetization work? It's going to be splits for your AI artist if you're monetizing videos on YouTube. Yeah, and I suppose splits with who? Well, I guess it'll the... be label, producer, an artist, and YouTube creator, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Or you, or Google. And how will those splits be assigned and what percentages? It's interesting. Yeah, For me, it's the first thing I've seen where they're actually starting to think about it. But again, it's the big boys jumping on it, isn't it? It's yeah. always very difficult. Yeah. Uh, and then a Google-related story. Uh, so Google have got Bard. Yeah. Not Bard from like a pub or something yeah. like that. They've got <laughs> Bard, which is their... I'm sorry to say, pretty useless chatbot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just useless. If you ever used Claude, which is from Anthropic, or if you've used Chat uh, GPT version 4, uh, Bard is like... Perhaps it should have been Bard. Go home, Google, you yeah. drunk. <laughs> uh, uh. So you know, last week we mentioned about Amazon putting loads and loads of money into Anthropic, which is Claude. Google have does, done the same. So they've just mm. invested $2 billion in Anthropic. Mm. And how much did Amazon put in, do we know? Uh, Amazon put in $4 billion. Ooh, crikey. I know. So it feels to me like the battle lines are being drawn and the two big players seem to be OpenAI, ChatGPT, which most people will be familiar with because yep. that was the start of the AI revolution in most people's minds. And that's Microsoft. And that's Microsoft. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so then Anthropic and Claude, which are currently being backed by Amazon yeah. and Google. 
Yeah, same same kind of battle lines. Although it's interesting, Amazon and Google working together there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so your friends Mid Journey, they've yep. done something old school, Paul. What have they done? They finally have a website. Amazing. <laughs> do you know what you could do on that website? Probably nothing. You can't generate images. No. <laughs> Still got to go st- to Discord for that. Yeah. But mm. apparently it's on the way. Right. Um, but if you think about it, Midjourney are probably one of the biggest generative image type companies. Definitely. Yeah. And people are paying for it. Yep. Are we still paying for it? No. No, we've stopped oh, paying we? for it. No, we stopped paying for it, yeah. We stopped paying for it. And they didn't even have a website. No. True. I mean, they, 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 I think they've learned a lot from Discord. And I think they got the um, user yeah, their user personas, I think, were probably spot on. Yeah. You know, and I think they've realized, okay, you know, let's uh, let's make this a little bit more accessible. It was probably always on their strategy, wasn't it? Yeah. Get the early adopters on board who probably quite like the fact it's in Discord. Yeah. Okay. So uh, there's a new tool that I came across called Audio Stack. Yeah. Which initially I thought was like another generative audio thing. Yeah. You know, like um, Meta's AudioCraft. But actually, what it is, is it's a service which lets you access all of the different audio generation models. Yeah. And enables you to build your own front end for what people might want to be at, what might want to do with it. Yeah, which is really interesting. <clears throat> I mean, especially for us, because yeah. it's the first. This might be a normal thing, but it's the first tool that I've seen that's aimed at developers to leverage AI models without code. Yeah. Or a really difficult interface. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So through this, you can generate voiceover using Eleven Labs if you want to, or you can generate. Um, music using audio craft or whatever else it is um and they've got some demos up on there and one of the demos enables you just to create radio ads so after this sting paul i thought yeah. we'd just have a go okay and let's s- do it and see if we can make an ad all right yeah let's do all it right. uh i'll press my button but it doesn't work no got i pressed <laughs> I pressed it yeah nothing's uh. happening So we were mentioning audio stack, we were. and so we're going to try and give it a go. Now it has this thing in there; it has example front ends in there, and one of them is called Sonic Cell. And I'll just read this out: provide any information you may have regarding a product or campaign, and generate a professional studio quality audio ad in less than sixty seconds. Outrageous! So all we've got to do is put the product name in, yep, and describe a little bit about the product. Okay. And then we click generate. Yeah. And then apparently within 60 seconds, we will have an advert. Okay. All right. Okay. So, so uh, let me ask you a couple of questions. Yeah, go for it. <clears throat> so let's do something we're going to sell. Yeah. <laughs> and we can okay, pretend. Let's do that. Yeah. We can pretend we've got a sponsor. I just wonder how that'll play in. But anyway, it doesn't matter. All right. Let's go. So a our, our new sponsor. <laughs> do. Go on. Go on. Yeah. We're going to sell uh, Ableton Live themes. I realise okay. this might be lost on a lot of people, but you know. <laughs> Ableton, I'm just, I'm just typing this in. Ableton Live themes. Yep. 
So that's our product. And that's I need a product, product. I need a product description. So these ones, the themes that we're doing at the moment, I'll just do a quick explanation. The themes or skins of a piece of software, a piece of audio software that people can use. Um, it's quite trendy for people to have their own themes so you can set out the colours that you want. And, you know, <clears throat> uh, a lot of the themes that are out there are wild and completely unusable. So we're doing some actually useful themes. So I've so far written, our trendy Ableton themes are really useful yeah. and actually... And actually and help your productivity for different conditions. So we've product. got low-light low themes. We've got... Okay, yeah. effort. So mood. We can mood. let GPT decide. Let's let it and decide. Come on. And we've got tone, and we're going to let it decide. And we yeah. can generate one, two, or three versions. Okay. Um, I'm just going to click generate. Right. So 60 seconds starts now. Okay. So what this is doing, we have tried it out once before. We have. Um, but what it does is it writes the copy, I think, using ChatGPT. Yeah. So writes the advert for you. Then it generates a voice for that ad. And then it puts some music to that ad. And I'm not sure if the music... It's done it. Oh, my word. That wasn't 15 seconds. That was like... I mean, 60. It was 15, I think. Yeah. I've got yeah. three ads sat in front of me now. Oh, my word. Okay. Ableton Live Themes, Unleash Your Musical Genius Whoa. is one. Uh, we've got version one and two of that. Yeah. And then we've got Elevate Your Ableton Experience version one. Right. I, like, I quite like the sound of that, Elevate. That's good. All right, I'm going to go for that. So we'll be right back after a quick message from our sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Which is us. <laughs> Which is us. Here we go. Here we go. Once upon a time in the world of music production, there was a hero named Ableton Live Themes. With its versatile and trendy themes, it transformed the mundane into the extraordinary. Picture this, you're in your studio, surrounded by neon lights, grooving to your beats with the low light theme. Or maybe you're feeling adventurous and want to dive into the futuristic world of music with the sci-fi theme. And for those who live and breathe EDM, there's even a theme designed just for you. Say goodbye to boring interfaces and hello to creativity unleashed. Elevate your Ableton experience with Ableton Live. Wow. What, what was that intro? A hero? <laughs> that was a bit weird. Something about... Wait, 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 Going to play it again. <laughs> Once upon a time in the world of music production, there was a hero named Ableton Live Themes. A hero <laughs> named Ableton Live Themes. That bit's a bit weird, but after that, it was great. <laughs> it was, oh, I loved the music. Yeah. <laughs> it was incredible. Right, I'm going to, I always want to have a go of Ableton, Ableton Live Themes, Unleash Your Musical Genius. Yep, yep, do that. I, I'm going to predict that this will have a really dodgy rock track behind it. All right. You know, like a used car salesman type music. Yeah, okay. I might be wrong. Here we go. <laughs> Are you tired of the same old looking or Ableton Live? Spice up your music production journey with our revolutionary Ableton Live themes. Dive into a world of creativity and inspiration with our versatile themes that match every mood and genre. From vibrant neon lights to soothing sunset vibes, we got you covered. Boost your productivity and unleash your musical genius with these trendy and functional themes. Upgrade your Ableton Live experience today. Get ready to groove, create, and make magic. Wow. All right, I was wrong about the music. It was the same, wasn't it? 
it was exactly the same music. But that's pretty good, that. Yeah, for 15 seconds. Now, I, I mean, I should have probably set this out. I don't know what the usage policy is on it, because no. apparently I can download that now, which I can. I'm starting to think I'm glad we got out all what we used to do. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, wow. Compare our experience last week to uh, reversioning an ad. Now, yeah. you can actually go in. There's a little button here that says customize AI ad. Right. So, and you can go in and you can just change your script. So if you wanted to rewrite your script, you can change the sound design and you can change the voiceover. I mean, uh, yeah, wow. I'm actually blown away by that. That's a, I mean, with a couple of tweaks, that's a perfectly usable ad. Yeah. yeah. And, and just to be clear then, so this is using audio stack. Yeah. But someone has thought there's an audience, so our old selves, yeah. or even our current selves, yeah. who need an, a radio ad. Yeah. And then, so they've created a front end and a set and, and some functionality yeah. that enables you just to go and do it. And it says in under 60 seconds, I'd say only under 30 seconds. Yeah, that was, uh, it's frightening, to be honest. I mean, when you think of the work we used to have to do, the, there's what just went on in old yeah. world was uh, script writing. Yeah. Voice over record. You've forgotten voice search. Sorry, voice search. Yep, absolutely. Find the voice, book yep. the sessions, do the voiceover sessions, do the editing. Yeah. Do the mix, choose, you know, choose the music, do the mix. And then all of these with uh, us as the go between between uh, client and all the recording and distribution. I mean, it's. Yeah, and the, the 500 emails in between as well. Yeah. That's silly, isn't it? <laughs> I know. Yeah. I, wow. I just want to have a listen to the very last one, Paul. Yeah, if you don't go mind on. Me, it's course. done three. It's done yeah. three. Let's have a listen. Let's have a listen. Step into a world of creativity with Ableton Live themes. Whether you're producing beats in the dark or jamming to your favorite genre, our themes will elevate your music making experience. From vibrant neon lights to soothing sunset vibes, we've got a theme for every mood. Say goodbye to boring interfaces and hello to inspiration. Get ready to unleash your musical genius with Ableton Live Themes today. Wow. Okay, wow. looks like okay, I'm looks doing a sunset theme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, isn't it good for some product ideas? Yeah. That? I, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's amazing. Um, yeah. So I'm not sure if they're still accepting people, but you should get in and have a look at AudioStack. Um, link will be in the description. Yeah. Um, we're in no way affiliated to these guys, by the no, way. No. Um, just stumbled across them. Yeah, and apologies for the shameless plug. <laughs> yeah. Have we got Have we got a product coming out, Paul? We have. I've, what, <laughs> what is it? Well, the advert is ready. I'm not sure about the product. <laughs> <laughs> isn't, that adver- isn't that product development 101? Advertise yeah. your product, see if anyone wants it, then build it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're not obviously doing that. No. So, if you haven't already yeah. guessed, we're launching some Ableton themes. <laughs> and if people don't know what Ableton is, then they don't they don't want it. I no, suppose. it's not for you. <laughs> <laughs> Although I can see what the advert might entice you into buying them anyway. <laughs> it's true that, isn't it? It's true because you wouldn't even know that you needed one. I no. mean, I've used I've used Ableton and a load of other products for ages, and I haven't even thought about changing the themes. Yeah. Okay, so that's the new AI news this week. All the links will be down in the description. Um, we're going to go out to a sting. Great. Sting. 
Okay, so we normally do this bit up at the head, but um, we're meant to be talking a little bit about whether we speak in our own brand voice or not. Mm. But I think that's that's feeling like a little bit dull now. Yeah. <laughs> and um, we did mention last week how we we're going to try out Canva because they've just got a load of AI tools. Yes. And apart from the organization of it being impenetrable to someone who's used to organizing things at a Windows level, <laughs> um, it's actually really good yeah. at doing lots of things. And uh, we started using it for um, social media posting, et cetera, et cetera. That's for the uh, the Meat Puppets podcast, actually. Yeah, f- yeah, for this pod, for this podcast yeah. and some tutorials that we're doing. Yeah, um, and it's actually it's actually made things really easy. Probably saved me a couple of hours as well. Yeah, but you know, we also covered last week about Descript with its new AI voices. Oh yeah, that that you can train in like forty seconds or whatever it is. Yeah, I logged back into Descript on Friday <laughs> to finish off a tutorial that we were doing. Yeah. And suddenly, there's loads of AI tools in it. Okay. So one of the jobs when doing a podcast is doing your chapters. Yes. Is going out and working out where, where you put your chapter marks in, especially if, you lo- if you're putting it up on YouTube. And it usually takes me a little while just to sort that out, name all my chapters. Mm-hmm. And now there's a little AI button at the top, and it goes, generate chapters. Wow, okay. And so because Descript transcribes the podcast, so it's got it all there in text, I think what it does is is throw that text out to a um, LLM, a large language model, figures out what you've been talking about and generates um, chapters and puts them in at the right time. Wow. And I know, I know it's only half an hour saving. That's a lot. But then it's also got, you can ask AI to summarize your entire document and it writes a description. So it's a lot of the things that I've been using Claude to do. Right. Yeah. Are starting to appear inside Descript. Okay. And it's not even like the signposting them. It's just you get a little notification that goes, oh, there's a new version. You update it and then suddenly there's loads of tools inside of it. Yeah. Wow. And, mm. you know, it's just started me think about this whole process I've got been going to Claude and then using Claude to generate show notes and titles. You can even ask it to suggest titles for your project. Okay. So that was a lot that was going on in Claude, actually, wasn't it? Yeah. You know when we're talking uh, about how fast things move? <laughs> yeah. I know. And it's it just like, I mean, it's it's not too much of a financial, you know, problem anymore because Claude is still free for now. Yeah. But it's just like, how much do you do inside one tool? Yeah. There's, a, there's, there's AI par- paralysis. <laughs> you know, yeah. like you used to have analysis paraly- paralysis. You sat there an hour going, oh, should I bother doing that? Or just wait a week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're in like product development as well. Yeah, I know. You're just like going to develop this product for it. Oh, no, it already exists. Yeah. Because it didn't last week, but now it does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely impossible. Oh, there's one actual product release which I heard about this week, which I haven't chatted through. Oh, yeah. Um, but I think it's interesting because it, it kind of goes back to, we've been talking a lot about copyright and we were talking yes. a lot about, um, you know, AI-generated images. Is it going to put the stock image industry out of business? Um, so one of the bigger stock sites, Shutterstock. Yeah. Now, they have, uh, for a while, had a, had a section which is AI-created images, which you can buy from them, which is a bizarre concept. 
Yeah. Because you can, you know, generate them yeah. if you want in for yeah. free. Um, but now they are giving you the opportunity to use AI to adapt their existing stock images. Okay. In painting and outpainting yeah. your own <clears throat> uh, stock that you've bought off there. Okay. Absolutely. So they've got 700 million images. Is that all? So I think the process would be, I go and find the image that I kind of quite like, but there's just one thing wrong with it, which is always a problem with stock. You're like, oh, God, I wish there was a window in that picture. Or why isn't there a cup of coffee there? Yeah. You can now just do it within Shutterstock. Wow. So And they've got all the standard tools. So ones that we saw in Canva last week. So magic brush. Magically modify an image by brushing over the area you'd like to change and simply describing what you'd like to add. Right. Uh, variations. Generate alternative options of stock or AI-generated images. Expand. So broaden the view of an image so if it's in the wrong format. Smart resize, automatically change the shape of your image to match the dimensions you need. Right, wow. Okay. And it's got a background remover, and it's got an AI um, image generator, which they launched a while ago. But I was just like, I think they've just decided they need to do this. Yeah. I've obviously seen a market share disappearing. <laughs> I just thought that that was interesting, again, that they're doing this um, inside of Shutterstock. And... I suppose, traditionally, this is something you'd have got your image off Shutterstock and then given it to your designer, taken it into After Effects or Photoshop. Yeah. And then manually done all this stuff. Yeah. But they're offering this directly on platform. Yeah. So anyway, I just thought it was interesting. And another example of the, 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 the bigger people, or should I say the legacy people, getting in on the AI game, really. Yeah. I mean, it is happening everywhere, isn't it? Yeah, be, it'd be, yeah, it'd be interesting to see where it ends up because you eat, what do you have like thirty little tools that you use from little people, or do you just wait for the thing that you used to to be able to do the things? Yeah, I don't know. I find it really hard. I find it really hard. <laughs> but maybe Paul, maybe we'll get an answer for the thing we're going to go to next week, which we'll tell you about after this stick. Okay. So we've got a few things to do this week, yes. um, but the Manchester Tech Festival is on this week. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, which we're going to go to. Have we booked? We haven't booked yet. Okay. Um, it, it actually starts today. This is Monday. Oh, uh, yeah. And I think it finishes on Friday. So there's a startup event and a growth event that I think we need to go to. Yep, that sounds good. So we should, be, we should actually launch our first product this week. We should. We should. So, um, is that going to happen? Yes. Yeah, brilliant. That's awesome. So, um, next week, we might actually run a proper ad, which yeah. will have a link that can take you through to the shameless plug of a product that our startup has created. <laughs> none of um, our meat puppets audience need. <laughs> no, none of them. None of them need it. None of them need it. Um, so, I should say, there are some AI dates for the calendar this week, though. Yeah. So, as well as the Beatles releasing a new single... Yeah, <laughs> which is happening on Friday. Something actually happening today. I'll let you do it, Paul, because it's quite dramatic. Yes, President Biden 
On Monday, and I'm reading this, we'll take sweeping executive action to try to establish oversight of the rapidly evolving artificial intelligence sector, setting new standards for safety tests for AI products, as well as a system for federal, and this is an inverted commas, pressure tests of major systems. Mm. So, mm, you know what? I'm really interested into what that's actually going to be. Yeah. Maybe he's maybe stealing Rishi's thunder. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Maybe his microphone will work. <laughs> All of this might be regulated by next week. No, that, but that Bill's might... release might not happen. <laughs> it does say he's going to try to establish oversight of the rapidly evolving artificial intelligence sector. <laughs> okay, so we'll see what happens with uh, Biden and uh, have a quick chat about it next week. We are going to go down to the uh, Manchester Tech Festival as well, so we can report back on that. Don't forget we're on LinkedIn, which feels weird to say, but you'll find the Meat Puppets podcast feed on LinkedIn where we're posting a couple of tutorials. Um, And you'll also find us on YouTube as well, actually, the Meat Puppets podcast on YouTube. Um, And everywhere else you get your podcasts. All right then, Paul. Well, I think that's about it for this week. Okay. I'll I'll probably speak to you in about 10 minutes where we just like dissect what we've just recorded and decide whether or not to put it out. Yeah, okay. All right. (laughs) All right. right. See you then, Paul. Bye. 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 Are you tired of the same old look in your Ableton life? Spice up your music production journey with our revolutionary Ableton Live themes. Dive into a world of creativity and inspiration with our versatile themes that match every mood and genre. From vibrant neon lights to soothing sunset vibes, we've got you covered. Boost your productivity and unleash your musical genius with these trendy and functional themes. Upgrade your Ableton Live experience today. Get ready to groove, create, and make magic.